This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, guys. Uh, I got to tell you really quick uh, before we go on to anything else about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I've, I've been telling you guys about them for several weeks now. Brian and I both have. Uh, we love seeing you guys send us those photos on social media of you guys hanging out out there, uh, enjoying a cold beer, enjoying some wings or a burger or whatever else. Uh, it warms our heart, and I know it warms Boomer Jack's heart. Uh, we're glad that you guys are enjoying it as much as we do. I keep telling you guys specifically about Tuesdays and Wednesdays because Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings, but they've got great deals the rest of the week as well. Drink special starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer, and it is the coldest beer anywhere around. And it, it's just the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a happy hour spot for you and your coworkers, Boomer Jacks is perfect for that. If you're looking for a nice dinner spot for the family somewhere to unwind, it's a great spot too. My kids love the tableside s'mores that they bring out there. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, Boomer Jacks, man, wall-to-wall TVs. And I mean that literally. The TVs fill up the walls at Boomer Jacks. You are going to be so glad you went there. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. This is a really good opportunity for Wanye Thomas. It's a really good opportunity for Tyler Coyle. Yeah. Um, both those guys. Uh-huh. Are, I mean, and those were two guys that I remember we talked about last year. Right. As somebody who, oh, they kind of flashed to practice a little bit, and that's why they both got stashed on the practice squad last right. year. They didn't have a spot for him, but they wanted to make sure that they kept him house. Uh, obviously, I mean, we can't get out of here without talking a little bit about the offense, specifically the passing game, the quarterback yeah. situation. Um, there's not a ton you can gather from from these things, I don't think for for Dak Prescott, but I know uh, one of the things you noticed was uh, a lot of the footwork and the release yeah, and they, things like that. That's the thing with Dak. And by the way, he had the really cool Air Jordans on today, like <laughs> the, the red, almost like the Chicago Bowl version of those things. John Bashota, who's a buddy, a friend of ours from the Athletic, I asked John to go, "How much do you think those things run?" And John, John's kind of a sneakerhead. Yes. And John's like, Brian, I I don't even have a price for those. You know, I'm like, he goes. They're kind of they're groomed to the turf at AT and T. It's that special kind of shoe and and all that. But it, they had some beautiful shoes. So you notice the feet. You notice the footwork and stuff. I think with Dak, what they're trying to do is get him set up quicker, and then that way get set up quicker, get rid of the ball quicker. You know, and it's not something he's slow getting rid of the ball, but it's one of those things where it's more like you know get back, get set, and then let that thing go. But I and physically he looks so much different than he you know every year he kind of like he went remember his first year how he had all that body armor on him and it's kind of a big husky bulky guy and and now he's more of a you know lean down the footwork the mobility just you know the, all the hard work really really pays off and you know hopefully that but the one thing I've noticed about Dak really to be honest with you is Mike McCarthy standing there like every rep. Yeah, Mike McCarthy is not walking around and checking out defensive linemen or offensive linemen. He is standing with the quarterbacks 
every single practice, every single rep. So he's trying to get a development, a, a rapport with not only Dak Prescott, but these other quarterbacks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As well. This is a quote from Brian Schottenheimer, who did media availability on Friday, uh, about Dak Prescott Scott getting the ball out quickly in the passing game. This is from John Mashoda. He says, there are always early progressions that he can find. Everything in the system, the West Coast, is all tied to the quarterback's feet. When you see a quarterback playing really well in the West Coast offense, you'll see his feet are decisive. He's firm on his back foot. That's a big part of it. But the design of it is how do you spread people out and get your guys running vertically into the defense and have the quarterback get the ball accurately to them. That's kind of the genesis, if you will, of the West Coast offense. So that's all about what we've talked about, timing, precision, communication, things like that. And what was the biggest thing we heard last year in the passing game from this football team that they had trouble with? Our communication's not good. All right, yeah. we have way too much miscommunication. We got a chance on Sean and RJ, the morning show on 105 Through the Fan. We got a chance to talk to Jake Ferguson today. And you remember, uh, we had talked about it on the podcast at the time, that there was one day in OTAs where Jake Ferguson was running around and Dak was looking for him on a rollout and he threw it to Fajoko. They scored mm-hmm. in, on the rep, mm-hmm. but he immediately, as soon as he threw the ball, Dak turns back and just, very animated, yeah. like gesturing to yeah. him to turn and open turn, up. Turn, and open up, yeah. And I, I mentioned to Jake Ferguson, I said, hey, I saw this during the practice. I know you guys have talked about communication, but tell me about the communication. He said, I remember that play like it was yesterday. He's like, because it was the first time that, you know, he's like, you're running a route and you have certain responsibilities and certain rules mm-hmm. when you see certain coverages. And he's like, it was the first time I'd seen that coverage and I screwed something up. Right. And he's like, and I wasn't where I was supposed to be. But he said that that's something that Dak's been very proactive about this offseason has been getting to guys and communicating with them. And he said it's a little bit like that old, you know, youth ball line that they give you. Right. They say you need to start worrying when your coach stops yelling at you. Right. And so when Dak is up there and he's communicating, he said, and it's all it's all in the best way possible that he's yelling at you. Like, yeah. it's just like, hey, come on, you got to get this. This got to set in. It, it definitely seems like everybody from the head coach to the offensive coordinator to the quarterback to, to you know, the receivers and the tight ends, everybody recognizes we have got to be on the same page right. this year. We cannot have these interceptions due to miscommunication, and especially in a system like the West Coast, which is so heavily based on timing and being where you're supposed to be. Yeah, I, I think that's clear. I mean, today watching these guys work, the communication, you know, the, the communication side to me that was super impressive was actually on the defensive side of the ball today. You know, because it's funny with Dan and those coaches, there's not a lot of, like, when they're into that – Period. Those guys all kind of are yelling at you know yelling to each other what's going on. Dak's trying to check a play, kill, kill, kill. Now the defense is shuffling around. I thought really both sides had really good communication. I did notice something today though that that Overshone had his helmet on, and he was a there. They were they were using him as Dan Quinn communication man. So that's a lot of trust. Leighton Vanderesh helmet on today. Uh, but the other other linebacker that had the helmet on that was communication man was Overshone. And so you could see when you know when it turned into huddle call, Overshone was in the huddle relaying what Dan Quinn was saying to his guys, and then that was so yeah, that's a 
that's a big responsibility to a rookie. And that, again, that's that's kind of that you know throw you in the deep end of the pool and see if you can swim, see if you can handle it, see if you don't short circuit. But uh, you know, yeah, it's you're right about the communication, whether it's the offensive communication, you know, huddle to line of scrimmage and then to the execution of the plays. But also, too, I saw it on the defensive side of the ball today where those coaches let those guys kind of handle their situation. There's not a lot of coaches running on the field grabbing guys. No, you got to do You know, there's not a lot of that. Yeah, and, and that's that's the benefit. That's why teams do love continuity, right, right? like on their roster and with their right. coaching staffs because, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, there's a lot of coaching changes. There's a lot of – A lot of coaching change. There's a lot of different communication. There's mm-hmm. things that need to be worked on yeah. and repped. This is year three for most of these guys with most of these coaches, right, right. and they know what's expected of them. They know what they're doing. DeMarvin Overshown, though, that's an interesting note, especially because yeah. that's one of the things you hear a lot of about Overshown is people just talked about, like, he is so – like, that is perfect football character. Yeah. That is a smart player. That's a guy who was asked to do everything in Texas's defense, so right. he has a good handle on everything. But you're right. That is a lot of trust to put on a rookie like that. Yeah. But that, that may speak to the fact that that's somebody that is – you know, deserves watching. All right, as we wrap this thing up here, real quick question for you, Brian. We've got the first pad of practice on Monday. We've got the opening ceremony practice on Saturday, which is usually a pretty eventful one. Um, but when we get into pads on Monday, who are you most interested to see when we get to pads? Because this is probably where, if you feel like things have been a little quiet on the Mozzie Smith front, that's, Cowboys fans, yeah. when they get into pads, that's when you're going to know how he looks. Yeah, this is where the offense and defensive lines, and just a note today where I saw guys lining up, saw where Mozzie Smith and Hankins were together on the field. Interesting. So then you had a situation where you had uh, where you had Sam Williams at one end and then and then uh, also Tank Lawrence on the other. So left, right, and then in the middle you had Hankins and Mozzie Smith. And Mozzie was playing the three, where Hankins was playing the one or the nose. And when we talked about the three technique, it's that outside shoulder of the guard. So you know, you think Mozzie's going to play more of that on the nose or more inside on the guard. But in this particular front, he was playing on that edge. So, yeah, yeah you, you'll notice it with the running game, too. You know, you'll, with, when, you, when, you, when you try and practice running game and you're not in pads, you can't see everything develop. Yeah. Like you're either going to get the block or you're not going to get the block at the point of attack. And they'll tag off and stuff like that. But... That's where, to me, where pads show up the most is not so much on the perimeter of the game, but what happens on the five on the seven. You know, with that, with that whole, with that whole crew. That does it for us here on the Love of the Star podcast. We will be back with you guys a couple more times while we're still out here in California. Um, like I said, there, there's still a lot to go here. We're just barely scratching the surface of Cowboys training camp. Uh, but until next time, for Brian Broadus, I am Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys later.